Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1546, the topic is training and the title is Why You Are Not Growing Anymore. Oh no. <laughs> so uh, this actually came up. I had a recent uh, new client. They reached out and said that uh, they've been they've been consistent in their training and nutrition. They've made a lot of progress over the past couple of years, but things seem to have slowed down. And coming into the new year, they're feeling kind of fired up and ready to go. And they, they really want to kind of double down on their efforts and really make a ton of new growth progress. So we've been chit-chatting and I thought I'd share kind of what we've talked about in case anybody else finds themselves in the same situation. So the first thing that typically happens is people just max out their current consistency of nutrition and training. Meaning if they were to track how many days they're hitting their calorie targets, maybe it's, you know, nine or 10 out of every 14 days. If they were tracking their protein, maybe they're only getting it you know, four or five days a week rather than seven days a week. And then the eating, the timing, maybe it's a little all over the place. So there's been some consistency, but it hasn't been, you know, quote unquote perfect. No one's perfect. But let's say, you know, you'd like to be 12 out of 14 days. So six out of seven days a week on average over, you know, multiple weeks, multiple months. But you want to be six out of seven. I'm on point with my calories. I'm on point with my protein intake. That's a realistic challenge um, that is going to be hard but people can do that you might aim for maybe just five out of seven ten out of 14 days if you can get 10 out of 14 days you're probably going to see pretty good progress but that's commonly what happens is people are are relatively consistent but they've maxed out what that degree of consistency is going to get them so they now need to see, okay, can I, can I step it up in my consistency? Can I do that one next step up? And maybe that'll help me get a little more progress. So we've talked about that. Now this client, they were actually doing an awesome job. Uh, They're hitting their calories and protein and timing pretty, pretty much all the time. But that is a common thing that if you haven't looked at it, you definitely want to look at. So you might be saying like, I'm eating all the time, but if you're not tracking it, if you're not paying attention to the numbers, you might not be as consistent as you think. And then also training frequency. You know, if you train four, five, six days a week, that's absolutely plenty to grow. You don't need to do seven days a week unless you like it. Uh, But four to five days a week should be absolutely enough to grow muscle tissue uh, and to continue to make progress long term. But if you've had a little bit of craziness happen, you know, schedule's gotten a little wild, life, uh, season of life is a little overwhelming, and maybe you've only been making it to the gym three times a week, well, you know, you don't need to necessarily need to do a major overhaul of anything. Maybe just getting back to four times a week would help you make some more progress. So those are kind of the basics that we would look at is, am I as consistent as I think I am for nutrition and training? And can I improve my consistency in order to get a little bit more progress? Then the next kind of things we look at would be, have we maxed out our current technique quality? So maybe the way in which you lift weights, you're just kind of moving the weight to get to the rep range. Okay, I have to get 10 reps. I'm just going to blast through this to get to 10. Well, that's not great for muscle growth. You actually have to pay attention to what's contracting and what muscles are actually staying under tensional load to gather the stress that will lead to the adaptation of greater growth. So we have podcast number 220 which is a training podcast titled Muscle Intention vs. Movement Intention. You can find all of our podcasts on our website, www.brutalironjim.com. But 
That podcast talks about when you want to build muscle tissue, you have to maintain consistent tension on the tissue throughout the set of effort. So you're not just momentum like throwing the weight from one point to another point to get to 10. So I'm not doing bicep curls like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You know, I just want to get to 10. I want to feel the muscle contract under the weight load. I want to feel the muscle stretch under the weight load. I want to have no momentum. One of the ways I teach clients is if I were to yell stop at any point in time in the movement. So if they're going up or down with the weight and I go stop, they should be able to stop exactly where they are. That means that they don't have momentum and therefore they're under control of the weight and they're getting the maximum amount of intended muscle stress that we would want from that movement. So that's going to be something we look at, is the quality of technique. Now for all the clients I work with online, that's why they send me videos. So I'm, I'm very blessed, very grateful. I get to work with people kind of all over the world, which is actually awesome. I work with people in seven countries right now, which is crazy. Uh, so we do a lot of video review through like WhatsApp and Instagram and stuff. And I, I check and see how they're moving, what they're doing. And then this is something that we can identify sometimes as a potential limiter of why they're not gaining in muscle tissue or even strength or even fat loss because uh, technique quality factors into those goals as well. And then we also look at uh, just the stimulus of their training. So if somebody's new to me and they come to me and I ask them, what have you been doing? Uh, it's not uncommon, unfortunately, for them to say, well, I've been following this program for X number of months. And it's the exact same exercises and they're trying to do linear progression and it's just been way too long with the same movements. The body is, is too accustomed to what's happening. There's no newness of stimulus anymore. And they're, they're usually then running into they can't make progressions in, in volume loads, meaning like the weight load that they use or the repetitions they're performing. And or they're having, you know, small aches and pains and a lot of like interruptions to their training due to too much consistency in training. So we need to have a little more variety. So the training style can be a problem. Also exercise selection. Maybe they just keep cho choosing the same three or four movements, but they never get into the nitty gritty weird movements that target those small muscles that might be limiting the growth of the bigger muscles. And then you also have working set intensity. And that's the one I want to dive into a little bit more for the rest of this podcast is how intense is your training? When somebody has made progress, whether it's, you know, six months, a year, a couple years, and things have then plateaued, one of the common issues for the plateauing is that their workouts are just too comfortable. It's a familiar uncomfortable, meaning if I were to say to them, you know, you're too comfortable in your training, they're going to be like, screw you, you know, this is freaking hard and I train super hard, blah, 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 and they get super mad. Uh, but it's the same degree of uncomfortable all the time. So it's a comfortable uncomfortable. It's a familiar uncomfortable. We have to get a little unfamiliar. We have to get a little weird. <laughs> so that's going to help uh, create that ad adaptive stress that will lead to greater growth. The body only builds muscle tissue if it feels it's necessary to do so. Not just because you checked off the box of calories, protein, and training. There has to be a degree of stress within the training that the body says, holy freaking crap, I have to build muscle, otherwise I can't maintain this stress, I'm going to get hurt. So we don't want to get hurt in training, I'm not saying that, uh, but what I am saying is, is you have to make your body think that it can get hurt in training. 
This is going to be a fun, fine line for us to uh, navigate via a podcast. Uh, but this is why I do video reviews for clients. So that way I can look at their video and be like, okay, yeah, that's that's too much. You need to calm down. <laughs> or I'm like, hey, that looked perfect, but that's the problem. Your first rep and your last rep looked identical. I can't even see any strain really happening. And they would say that it felt challenging. And then I have to say, well, we need to be a little more challenging. So that's where the video reviews one-on-one style coaching is very helpful because how people interpret stress is vastly different and how we respond to stress is vastly different. But that is something I want you to consider is if you are struggling and you're not growing anymore is to look at the intensity of your working sets. So when you're doing your exercise and you're going for X number of reps, how freaking hard are you really pushing? To get to that number. So I wanted to give you a easy way to kind of progress in intensity that I believe anybody can do. I want you to try it and if you like it, try it again and try it again and try it again. Okay, so here we are. I'm going to introduce two intensity techniques. We have a podcast that will teach these to you in greater detail. It's podcast 1518, so not too too many ago, uh, but podcast 1518. It's a training podcast titled Intensity Techniques and Progressive Set Schemes. So you're going to want to listen to that to make more sense of what I'm about to say. So what I want you to do is for four weeks, you're going to perform the exact same exercises. You can do this across all of your training. You can do it for a single body part. You can do it for one exercise. I don't really care. Just pick something that makes sense to you. The more exercises, the better. But what you want to do is I want you to, to have an exercise uh, for your workout. So maybe chest, you're going to do you know some variation of flies, then some variation of a press, like a free weight press, then maybe a machine version of a press, and then go back to another type of fly. Okay, so fly, free weight press, machine press, fly. That would be a great structure for like a chest workout. Uh, and I'll save you from going too many uh, beyond that. But have your exercises that you would normally do. Whatever your normal kind of training volume, frequency, exercise, volume selection is. Then what I want you to do is do your warm-up and practice sets at around 12 reps. So whether you need one, two, three, four, whatever to get to the heaviest weight that you can use for 12 reps. I want you to do three sets of 12 reps where you go to what you believe is good form failure in the first week. That's it. So for the first flies, you're going to do a couple practice sets, then three hard sets of 12, move on to the next exercise. You do that for your free weight chest press, you do a couple practice sets, three hard sets of 12, move on to your next exercise. Okay. So you do that for all your workouts all week. Second week, we're going to use a rest pause technique. What a rest pause means is you'll go to good form failure, you rest the weight, you pause for about 10 seconds, 10 to 20 seconds, pick the weight back up, try a couple more reps. So if I'm doing flies on a machine, for example, I would do my set of 12, I would rest, I would pause, like rest the weight, I would pause for 10 seconds, get back into position, and maybe I can do two or three more reps with the exact same weight load. I would then take my normal full rest time, whether that's two, three, four minutes, and then I would do that again. So for all three working sets in the second week, you're going to do rest pause. So you go to good form failure with the same weight you used in week one. Maybe you can get 12 again, maybe you actually get a 13th rep this time. But you go good form failure, 
you rest the weight, you pause for 10 seconds, pick the weight back up, try a couple more reps. You might only get one, maybe two, maybe three, that's it. Okay? So you're going to use the same weight as you did in week one, but you're going to get extra reps because you used rest pause. Week three, I want you to add more weight than you did in week one and aim for sets of eight. So rather than sets of 12, you're going to go for sets of eight. You're going to do three sets of eight. Nothing extra, just three sets of eight. It's heavier weight than you used in weeks one and two, since you only have to do four, extra, four less reps. Then in week four, you're going to add that rest pause again. You're going to use the same weight you did in, re in week three, but after a good form failure, maybe you get eight, maybe you get nine reps, you rest, you pause for 10 seconds, then you use the same weight and you try a couple more reps, maybe one, two, three more reps. That's it. So for the first four weeks, the first month of the training, you're going to use the exact same exercises, the same workouts each week. Week one, normal three sets of 12 reps. Week two, you're going to add a rest pause effort on the end of each of the three sets. Week three, you're going to add weight, drop down to eight reps per set. And then the fourth week, you're going to use that same weight as week three, but you're going to add the rest pauses. Awesome. That will teach you how to in, endure a greater degree of intensity in your training. Because when you go to pick the weights back up after 10 seconds, you're going to feel like, holy freaking crap, I'm not ready to do this. Everything still hurts. I'm still unstable. What if I can't do this? Blah, 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 blah. And you're going to struggle with that. You might squeak out one extra rep, maybe two extra reps. But it's going to teach you how much intensity is really still in there. Maybe you kick them back and you actually get four or five extra reps and you're like, oh, crap. I guess, I guess I could have pushed a little harder in that first effort since I have so much strength left even after just 10 seconds of rest. Okay. Now, the next thing we're going to do is after the first four weeks, you're going to create all new workouts. If you don't know how to create the workouts, we have a programming podcast, 1,437. It's a training podcast uh, titled Programming for Greatest Muscle Growth. Listen to that. Get the programming. Okay. Then, in the next month, the next four weeks, you're going to have new workouts, new exercises. You're going to do the same approach, but we're going to use the concept of a drop set rather than a rest pause. So weeks one, uh, week one, let's go ahead and let's do sets of 10. Instead of 12 and 8, let's do a set of 10. You're going to do practice sets of 10, then three hard sets of 10 reps. Week two, you're going to do a drop set. And again, drop sets are taught to you in podcast 1518. But a drop set, what you're going to do is you'll go to good form failure with the same weight you used in week one. Maybe you get 10 reps, maybe you get 11. You're going to then put the weights down. If you're on a machine, you just pull the pin out and select a little bit of a lighter weight. If you're in dumbbells or free weights, you exchange those for a little bit of a lighter weight. And we went for around a 20% weight reduction. So if you're using 50-pound dumbbells, you're going to drop to 40-pound dumbbells. If you're using 200 pounds on a machine, you're going to drop to 160 pounds on a machine. So you'd reduce about 20% of the total weight load. A little bit of math there, but you'll figure it out. And then you do extra reps. So I might use, say, 100-pound dumbbells, and I get 10 reps. I'm going to drop to 80-pound dumbbells, and maybe I only get three or four more. But it's a drop set. So in rest pause, you rest and you pause, but then you use the same weight again. In a drop set, during that pausing time, you're reducing the weight load, and you're using a lighter weight in that second little mini bout of effort. So that's the goal. Week one, three sets of 10. Week two, you do a drop set on each of the three sets. 
Then week three, we go to heavier weights, and you try for sets of six to eight reps. Three sets of six to eight. Then you in week four, you drop set out of that weight for, again, a 20% reduction and a couple extra reps on the end of each working set. If you have any questions about this, email me at brutalironjim at gmail.com. I'll send you the template for, for this uh, podcast. But what this will do is in eight weeks, you're going to learn how to better manage working set intensity. You're going to learn how hard you truly can push before your technique really breaks down or before you feel like the quality of what you're doing is too low that it, it might not count for what the muscles you want. But this is a an example. So personal trainers, if you want to train yourself uh, or training other people, this is a wonderful just eight-week routine that you can use, and it will teach your clients or yourself how to push harder into failure. Now, why are we doing the different techniques? Rest pause, you're using the exact same weight the whole time. It's pretty stressful in the joints. If you do it longer than four weeks, you're going to start to have some kind of a joint annoyance. And or there's just really not going to be room for you to make uh, progression in weight load uh, continuously. Then when you do drop set, it's actually less stressful in the joints because you use a little bit lighter weights. And it does give you that um, differential. So then when you go back to rest pause, you can make a little bit of uh, weight load progression than the last time you were with that technique. So it's good to vary the techniques. I would at least alternate two techniques, but definitely learn and add three or four, you know, add a couple more. And you can do that, like we said, in podcast 1518, talks about slow and go technique, uh, tempo, progression sets. We've done podcasts about mechanical drop sets, uh, giant sets. There's a lot of other things out there that you can do. But rest pause and drop set, pretty similar, pretty easy to understand. So I would start with those. Okay. So why are you not growing anymore? You may have maxed out the, the effects of the current consistency of your habits. Maybe you need to be a little more consistent with calories, protein, and timing. A little more consistent with your training frequency. You might have to get better quality of, of technique. So reach out to a coach, hint, hint, me, and I can help you with uh, technique. But there's a lot of people that can do that. So get somebody to look at your lifts. Make sure that you're lifting with good quality. Okay? Then you would want to start to say, okay, I'm, I'm eating well, I'm training well, I feel like my technique is good, but am I pushing hard enough? And that's where you can dive into workout, uh, working set intensity and really push yourself to see if the intensity of what you're doing is enough to continue to produce adaptation from the body. Okay. Well, I know this one might have been a pretty technical in regards to like techniques and dates and the amounts of reps and sets and stuff. But if you have any questions, just shoot me an email, brutalironjim at gmail.com. I'm always happy to help. And I really hope that if you are struggling with growth, reach out, talk to somebody, get some help, make sure everything you're doing is on point so you're not wasting your time and efforts and energy and, and finances. So get help if you need it. Try everything in the podcast here. Listen to the podcast we talked about. I wish you the best of luck. And if you need anything, I'm always here. Awesome. Well, if you like today's podcast or the podcast in general, please share it. The more people we share the podcast with, the more people we can help. When you do share it, let people know that we answer questions for free so they can get any question they want answered. And then thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. The podcast has a lot of hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day. We want to keep it for free. You can donate on our website at www.brutalironjim.com. The donations do absolutely help and they do make a difference. So thank you to those who are doing that. Also, if you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram every day. I'm posting a lot more on YouTube, so check us out on both of those places. And then if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email, brutalironjim at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful. 
and thank you for listening.